Um, I've got a, a word I believe on my heart from God today that, um, you know me, I do series. I do series. I do 10, 14, 12-week series because um, I tend to think, you know, where's God? Where's the journey? But, but I'm not doing series at the moment. We're just going to have some, some individual uh, sermons because there's something very powerful about a now moment as well. Amen? Amen? Something very powerful about a now moment. I believe if you are wise, you build long term. And it's step by step. And, you know, some people want everything to happen today. Whereas in reality, we know that things don't all happen today. Things happen because he builds precept upon precept. But there are also times where God wants to do something right now. And I believe God wants to do something today. Today, I want to speak about courageous strength, the life of a champion. I'd like to read from Deuteronomy Chapter 31. Then Moses went out and spoke these words to all Israel. I am now 120 years old. I'm no longer able to lead you. It's all right. There's no great announcement today, just so you know. The Lord has said to me, you shall not cross over the Jordan. The Lord your God himself will cross over ahead of you. Just let that sink in a moment. See, sometimes it's easy to look at a person. But God himself is our leader, amen? Amen. He will destroy the nations before you and you will take possession of their land. Joshua also will cross over ahead of you as the Lord has said and the Lord will do to them what he did to Sihon and Og, the kings of the Amorites, whom he destroyed along with their land. The Lord will deliver them to you. The Lord will deliver them to you. Let's take this personally today. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Then he called Joshua and said to him in the presence of all Israel, be strong and courageous. Let's all say that. Be strong and courageous. For you must go with this people into the land that the Lord swore to their ancestors to give them. It's been a long time coming. It's been delayed. It's been upset. It's been diverted. But there's always a day in God when God will fulfill his promise to you. You must divide it among them as their inheritance. The Lord himself goes before you and he will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Look at someone say, be strong. And be courageous. Now look at another 14 people and say, be strong. And be courageous. Come on, tell them. Be strong and be courageous. I'm still counting. There's about 12 left to go. Be strong and be courageous. Be strong and be courageous. As we think about courageous strength today, there are things I'd like to spend the whole morning on, but just, just allow them to drop into your spirit today. Our courage and our strength comes from Almighty God. Our courage and our strength comes from Almighty God. It doesn't come from strength of personality. It doesn't come just because we've been through something. It comes because of the person of God. Nine times 
God says to Joshua nine times, yeah? God says to Joshua, be strong and be courageous. Nine times. That's a very important number. The number nine, not getting all really deep into this numerology and all that sort of stuff, but the Bible does talk about numbers and certain things do mean certain things. Let's not make you know, a big thing out of it, but let's just understand. Nine speaks of the Holy Spirit. Nine fruit of the Spirit. Nine ways the Holy Spirit reveals himself through us. Tongues, interpretation, prophecy, miracles, and signs and wonders, faith and wisdom, and, and you know, there's nine of them. Nine fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, kindness, long-suffering. See, without the Holy Spirit, we're never going to be strong and courageous because it's not by might, it's not by power, it's by the Spirit of God which is why we emphasize in this place, and I believe in the Word of God, there is an emphasis on walking in the Spirit, walking with the Spirit, keeping in step with the Holy Spirit, listening to the voice of the Spirit. You can't hardly turn a page without the work of the Holy Spirit. In fact, all of the Bible is God-breathed by the Holy Spirit. When He speaks to us, it's by His Spirit. When He destroys yokes and removes burdens, it's by His Spirit. And today, as we get hold of this word from God, it will be by His Spirit that we are strong and courageous. This was the time for Joshua to move. This was it. This was the time. Right at the end of the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 32, lots happens. You know, he lays hands on Joshua. Different things go on. The Bible says he imparts of his spirit all sorts of things happen in these last couple of chapters of the book of Deuteronomy. He said, now, this day I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life. We always have a choice. Whenever God's going to do something, we choose to agree. We choose to agree. See, we all have a choice here today. We have a choice to stay the same or we have a choice to move on. Today's the day to move. Look at someone and say, be strong and be courageous. Okay. This was Joshua's time. It was the time for what he dreamed about to be fulfilled. You know, 40 years earlier, he saw the vision. Everybody else wrecked it for him. But he didn't spend 40 years as a victim. He spent 40 years as a dreamer. He never stopped praying. He never went backwards. He never took on the mindset of the masses. He never submitted to defeat. He kept going forwards. He kept going up to God. He was involved time and time again with defeating the enemy. The time when the hands were raised of Moses by Aaron and Hur. It was Joshua fighting down against the enemies. See, Joshua, however he did it, he was stirred up for 40 years. I'm sure he had good days and bad days. Don't misunderstand me. But he kept going. He kept going forwards. But now is the time for him to get hold of the inheritance that, and the a future that God had for him and for his nation, and for the generations. It's almost like saying today's the day for Joshua. 
And with all the faith that Joshua had, with all the strength that Joshua had, with all the history Joshua had, with all the vision Joshua had, with all the energy Joshua had, with all the experience Joshua had. The Bible even says when um, uh, Moses went up and down to get the tablets of stone and went up to the glory of God and came down, the Bible says Joshua stayed on the mountain. No one else could touch the mountain. But he stayed up there even when the man of God came down with the tablets and went back to the camp and whatever else. Joshua said, I'm staying in the glory. Not leaving. Even with all of that amazing life that he had, nine times in a short space of time, God was saying this, the most important thing for you right now, Joshua, is strength and courage. Strength and courage. Everybody say, be strong and be courageous. Look at someone say, be strong and be courageous. <laughs> this was his time. See, God is the God who fulfills vision. But he doesn't want to fulfill vision in spite of us. He wants to fulfill vision in partnership with us. Don't you love the fact that you are a co-heir with Jesus? Co-heir. That means you have the same inheritance he has. It doesn't mean to say he has half and you have a fraction. No, it says he has, it means he has it all and we have it all. Individually and corporately. Another reason to hear the Holy Spirit, because the Bible says the Holy Spirit will clearly show us all the things that have been freely given to us by God. We are a co-heir with Jesus. We're an heir of God. We are more than conquerors. Conquerors? Did I say conqueror? More than conquerors, world overcomers. We've got the promises of God that says everything we put our hand to will prosper. That God will open the door before us which no one can shut. That everywhere the sole of our foot treads, he gives us. I mean, we've got all the promises of God. But you know what? Something that we need is strength and courage. Because without strength and courage, you'll never walk through the door that God has opened for you. Without strength and courage, you'll never put one foot in front of the other even though God's already ordered it. Without strength and courage, you'll never lay hands on the sick even though God has already said, you touch them, I'll heal them. Without strength and courage, we're left standing still. And I know there's a great place to stand and having done all to stand, stand therefore. But in that incredible armour of standing, there's still some weapons of advance place to move forwards and that's going to take strength and courage see I can put up the the incredible faith shield that quenches every fiery dart it's not me quenching the fiery darts it's the shield that quenches the fiery dart but I can either hold it up cowering behind it or I can hold it up with my sword in my hand so we're going to hold our shield of faith which is not just a defense, our faith is our advance, but we're going to hold the sword of the Holy Spirit and advance with strength and with courage. So today, I'm not going to go through all nine of the times that God said to Joshua, but I do want to pick some of them out. My first point today is this, deliverance is assured. Let's all say that. Deliverance is assured. Now let's say it with a, bit, a little bit of joy and a little bit of zest on the inside. Deliverance is assured. <laughs> oh man, I'm happy already. Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 6. We've already read it. The Lord 
will deliver you. Therefore, be strong and courageous. See, our strength and our courage can come from the fact that we know that God has already made us the champion. We don't have to fear. We don't have to worry. We don't have to freeze. Not often a word I'd use, but as I was thinking about this and just going through these points in my head and in my spirit the other day, I just saw some people frozen. Just, just completely frozen. God wants to thaw some people out today. We're coming through this into a place of freedom. We know freedom is ours in Jesus' name, but I want to declare it. Deliverance is assured. Deliverance is assured from that addiction. It is assured from that mindset. It is assured from the memory of the abuse. It is assured from the habits that you found it so hard to break. Deliverance is assured in Jesus' name. So we can be strong and courageous. If we know that as we go forwards, we're going to be set free, then we've got nothing to stand still for. Can I hear an amen this morning? Wonderful. Second point today. There is so much just ahead of you. Let's say that. There is so much just ahead of me. Now say it about me. There is so much just ahead of me. There's so much. There's so much just ahead of me. Again, in Deuteronomy 31, but verse 7, he said, basically, go get your inheritance. Therefore, be strong and courageous. Go get your inheritance. I believe it's absolutely vital at this time that we can see what is just ahead of us. That we can see it. That it's clear. That it's not dim, it's not blurred. Have you ever, you know, um, I don't know if you've got, uh, what is it called, Amazon Prime on TV or something. Anybody? Okay. And sometimes, you know, on the Netflix, I don't do the Netflix thing, but I do the Amazon Prime thing and uh, find films on that I can get for free. <clears throat> Excuse me. And sometimes when it's just sort of coming up, it's all distorted. Is it just my house or is it just everybody's house? And it's sometimes when you think, okay, it'll, co- it'll get clear in a minute. And we watched a... a um, What's the word? Uh, a previewer trailer last night for something and thought, yeah, we want to watch that. We'll watch that sometime. Go in the back of the head. Some nice, nice film with Kate Winslet in it. I can't even remember what it's called. But anyway, it's about the French or something. I don't know. There we go. <laughs> so we thought, oh, I'll watch that. But all the way through, it didn't quite click into to focus. So the whole trailer was all blurred. And Sharon said, after the trailer, she said, looked a bit old. <laughs> I said, Sharon, it's not loaded properly. It's not loaded properly. It will be crystal clear when we put it on. But at the moment, it's all blurred. looks a bit old. Can't quite see it. See, God doesn't want us to see our tomorrow's out of focus. 
But something happens when you start to see crystal clear. You sort of go, wow. I was just at the back. We got some all new TV equipment in the church. There's a load coming next week. But we've just got some bits started to arrive. And there's a mixer at the back. And I was at the back. And Olu, who's always just really positive. Mwah. Always positive. Never, you know, I don't go around the back and I say, hey, Olu. And he goes, and I go, how are you? You go, you're all right. Been better. Just coping, bearing up. No, you never hear that from Olu. It's like, yeah. Here we go. We're ready. And, um, and I was just at the back because we got some new stuff up there in the, the camera. And he was going, this is so clear. This camera, it amazes me. When are you saying this? Honestly, I'm not exaggerating. This is amazing. It's so crystal clear. And I just really sense God wants to do some work on crystal clear vision. So we know where we're going and we know why we're going there and we know what we're doing personally, corporately. But there's so much just ahead of us. And when things come into focus, I don't know about you, but I need strength and courage. Because I think there is so much just ahead of me. There's so much just around the corner. There's so much. We've all heard preachers and messages and encouragements that say something like this. If you give up now, you just the, it, the dawn's breaking tomorrow. So often people give up just before the breakthrough or just before the time when they step into a new experience. And I, I'm not going to go down that road today. But what I am saying is this. There is so much just ahead of us. Strength and courage. Number three. God will personally fulfill his word to you. Let's all say that and make it personal. God will personally fulfill his word to me. See, it's great that there are some other people involved, but God's going to go before you. God's doing it. Oh, but what about that person? Well, what about them? Jesus is still on the throne. Yeah, but what about that, Pastor Jay? And they said they'd do this and they said they'd do that. Well, who gives a rip? God is the one who is going to fulfill his word. Yes, he uses people, but God is the one who said, I will perform my word to you. So let's take our eyes off of people. Let's take our eyes off of that's my source and that's my source and that's my source. And no, come on, let's look straight. Let's lift our eyes and see the King of Kings and say, you know what? God is going to personally fulfill his word to me. Even if everything else falls apart, God is the one who is going to come through on this one. God is the one who is going to show himself strong. God is the one who's going to pour out his spirit. God is the one who's my healer. God is the one who's my provider. God is the one who's my peace in the middle of a storm. God is the one who said he'll open doors which no one can shut. God is the one who is my good shepherd. God is the one who anoints my head with oil. God is the one who breaks down the wall like a rushing mighty flood of water. God is my source. God is the one that we're looking at today. He's going to personally fulfill His Word to me. And I'm going to make sure I keep Him in remembrance of His Word. Don't you love the woman in the Bible? Bread. Go away, it's midnight. 
but I'm hungry. She never gave up. And the Bible says that whole example there, and there's a number of examples like that, was to show that men and women ought to pray and never give up. God is going to perform his word to me personally. (laughs) In verse 23, it says this, the Lord gave this command to Joshua, son of Nun, be strong and courageous, for you will bring the Israelites into the land. I promised them on an oath, and I myself will be with you. There's one thing that is a command, there's a number of commands, but there's one real thing in the command of God in the New Testament. You can find this in 1 John and It says that you believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and love one another as he gave commandment. There's a whole load in there. But the command is that you believe on the name. You believe on the name and you love one another. Well, if we're going to believe on the name, then we're going to believe his word. Because his word is his name. His name is his word. If we're going to believe on the name, we're not just believing in a God, we are believing that God. See, a lot of people believe in God, but they don't believe what he says. If I'm going to believe in God, then I'm going to believe God. If I'm going to believe in healing, then I'm going to believe healing. If I'm going to believe in provision, then I'm going to believe provision. If I'm going to believe in peace, then I'm going to believe peace. See, a lot of people go around and say, oh, God, give me peace. God, give me peace. No, come on. I believe I've got it. I believe I've got it. Because I'm believing on the name. But this stuff takes strength and courage, which is not a stirring up of a strong-willed person. It's the person of the Holy Spirit being poured out in our lives. See, courage to declare it's going to turn. Courage to declare that God is going to show himself strong. Courage to declare that I'm highly favoured and I'm anointed by God. Strength and courage to declare I'm blessed going in and blessed coming out. Strength and courage that says whatever I put my hand to is going to prosper. Strength and courage because God will perform his word to me personally. Hope you're getting something out of this today. Number four, very quickly, it's your time to lead. Everybody say, it's my time to lead. Ah, oh, now come on, we're going to say this with a little bit more grit on the inside right now. It's my time to lead. Come on, let's say it. It's my time to lead. It's my time to lead. Joshua chapter 1, verse 6. Be strong and courageous. You see, you find it all over the place. Nine times to Joshua. Because you will lead this people to inherit the land that I swore to their ancestors to to give them. You see, to be a leader takes strength and courage like nothing else. To lead in your family. To lead in your office. To lead in your environment. See, there's a word in the Bible that I love to preach about. I've preached a message many times over 20 years. Rise up. And that word to rise up 
in the Hebrew means this, to rouse yourself out of sitting down, lying down, inactivity, obscurity, disease, death, and ruin. You see why I love preaching on it. (laughs) Rouse yourself out of inactivity. When you walk into your office tomorrow, you are the one in authority in that place. You're the leader. You command the environment. Ah, but you don't know, I'm going into darkness. What an opportunity to shine. I'm going into such heaviness. What an ideal opportunity to release the rivers of joy. Oh, but I'm going into a place and they're so bitter and twisted and critical. Well, just go in there with such a thankful heart and just give thanks for everything and thanks for this and thanks for that. Come on, it's time to turn around the environments that we live in on a daily basis. It's my time to lead. It's my time to lead. When you've got to make that phone call that you don't want to make, lead the call. When you've got to have that conversation, lead the conversation. Be strong and courageous because you will lead. You will lead. Perhaps you don't see yourself as a leader. Ah, well, I haven't got a title. We're not talking about titles. We're talking about lifestyle. Lead yourself. Don't just follow yourself around and see where you've been. How many people wandering around, wandering around in life, wandering, wandering, wandering. Now, come on, lead yourself. Lead your thoughts. Lead your habits. Watched a film last night, actually, about a lawyer, a solicitor, and something that had gone on, and she had been through stuff and it was tragic and it was horrible and a divorce had happened and the child didn't want to know the mother and she was trying to do this case and it was, a, it was, a, it was that sort of a, not in any way a thriller, it was like a courtroom type of a thing. And there was one point in the film where this guy, her sort of coach mentor turned around and said, you know, he basically said, you're an alcoholic because you chose to be one. Until you change Nothing is going to change. Do you remember that? And I sat there and I thought, wow, what a statement. Time to lead. Strength and courage to lead. It takes incredible strength to make a change. I mean, it really does because you haven't made the change because you don't want to make the change. Because it's too hard to make the change. It's too hard to to destroy that yoke or to remove that burden or to say, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not going there anymore. I'm not drinking that anymore. I'm not smoking that anymore. I'm not saying that anymore. I'm not entertaining myself with that anymore. Why? Because you develop habits, you develop mindsets, and it gets ingrained into your lifestyle. But you know what? We're not talking today about some emotional response. We're not talking today about some thought process. We're talking today about the Holy Spirit of God being poured out and being spoken into the experience and the lives of people and their heart can arise and come alive and like those ashes can be restored our heart can come alive and say you know what 
I receive strength and I receive the courage of the Holy Ghost today. And in the name of Jesus, I put my foot on the neck of every plan of the enemy to steal, kill and to destroy. And in the name of Jesus Christ, I will lead my life. I will lead my life. Step up and shine. We're going to read from Joshua 1, verses 7 to 9 now for the last couple. Be strong and very courageous. You see, God's turning it up. Six or seven times, be strong and courageous. And now he's like right there on the starting line, just about to, you know, to walk through the Jordan. And God's saying, very courageous. Strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Don't, excuse me, turn to the right or the left. You may be successful wherever you go. Keep the book of the law always on your lips. Speak it, think about it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will make your way prosperous and be successful. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. The Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Point number five is listening is easier than doing. <laughs> listening is easier than doing. We've just read it. Joshua 1.7, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey it, to do it. James 1, you know, be therefore not just hearers of the word, but doers of the word. I don't know about you, but I need strength and courage to do what the word of God says. I need strength and courage to do it. I can believe it as much as I want, but to do it, to step out and do it. We all believe in Peter walked on the water, but how many of you have ever stepped out of a boat? We all believe that the power of tithing. Tithing is not overly giving, but it's, but you know, it's saying, God, this is everything I have. And Lord, I tithe it to you. You've given me heaven and earth. Well, I ain't got heaven and earth. You've just given it to me. But what I've got is this. And I'm going to tithe that back to you. And then I'm going to sow seed and I'm going to do this and whatever. Oh, but yeah, but Pastor Jay. Pastor Jay. It's difficult. Yeah, it is difficult. It's easy to believe something. It's harder to do it. Because life happens. See, he said this, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey. Anybody can listen and agree. Anybody can listen and agree. But it takes strength and courage to stand out from the crowd and do what we believe. Now, I know we're in a church of incredible doers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great hearing testimonies and accounts of what God has done when people have stepped out and believe in God and stepping out. The more we step out, the more we'll see God move. But you know what? Enough takes strength and courage. Take strength and courage when you're standing at the bus stop going to work in the morning and you're just thinking about the people around you and praying and you get a sense that God wants to say and encourage somebody over there in the, in the bus queue. Take strength and courage to actually walk up and say, mm, 
can I just say something to you? It didn't take much strength and courage for Sharon. She'll walk up to anybody. Anybody. She was in Cornwall the other week. And there she was. She was at some cafe somewhere. I wasn't there. It was just Sharon and Stephen went off for a, a week's camping trip. One night they slept in the car. It's hilarious. Anyway, sort of gear sticks sort of here and that. Are you comfortable? Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, there she is, some cafe up some hill somewhere or in some valley or in some nice sweet place. And as she does, she starts talking. She just talks to everybody. You know, isn't it true, Stephen, Michael, Chris, wherever you are? You know, we have a little catchphrase. Sharon's made another lifelong friend. Sharon's made another friend. Mum's made another friend. We'll come back in an hour, Sharon. It's hilarious. And there she was talking to this person. And I don't know, this person was really upset about something. And of course, this turns into a God moment. Sharon seems to have far more God moments than I do. But anyway, I think she's got more of God than I do. But there we go. And, um, and she got talking to this woman. And come to find out she's the grandmother or the mother of one of our relatives by marriage and there she is counselling her I don't know if she led her to Jesus or did whatever you didn't lead her to Jesus what do you mean no no you might have done you do normally but anyway so just amazing God moments but you know you know for the mere mortals amongst us it takes strength and courage to have that conversation I want to end conversations she wants to start them it's like, we've talked for 30 seconds. That's it. We, that's it. Number six. Strength brings abundance. <laughs> let's all say that. Strength brings abundance. Now let's say it like we actually believe something here today. Strength brings abundance. Woo. Verse eight. Be strong and courageous because then you'll be prosperous and successful. See the great stuff on the other side of strength and courage. Wonderful things on the other side of strength and courage. Why? You see, vision places a demand on your soul. It takes the strength and the courage of God to walk into the vision and eat the fruit. Ten spies saw the massive bunches of grapes But only two of them had strength and courage. Well, 12 saw them, but only two had strength and courage and 10 didn't. Isn't it amazing that it was strength and courage that was the deciding factor of having the abundance or not having the abundance of God? Number seven as we close. There's no room for discouragement or for defeat. Two enemies of the, of the Christian, of the church really, are frustration and discouragement. They just are. That's, that's the two things. That's why God so many times says, be encouraged, be strong, do not fear. I saw somebody post the other day. It says 365 times in the Bible, do not fear. Can I just say, it doesn't. Just to put you right on that one, it does not say 365 times in the Bible, do not fear. It's there about 119 times, just so you know. But the principle is, every day, we don't have to be afraid. Every day, we don't have to be discouraged. There's a now word for us 
every day. But there's no room for discouragement or defeat. If, if we, we're just going to end with Joshua 10, verses 24 and 25. Come here, put your feet on the necks of these kings. So they came forwards and placed their feet on the necks of the enemy. And Joshua said to them, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. This is great, isn't it? Be strong and courageous. What God has said to him, he's passing on to the young guys. Because this is the young men that come up. The young guys come up. And that which God had said to him, he's passing on now. Passing it on to other people. It's great that God says to us this morning, be strong and courageous. But it's up to us now to pass that on to the next generation. Be strong and courageous. I want my boys to see strength and courage in me. I want the young people in this church to see strength and courage in me. I'm not going to hide behind the fact that nothing bad ever happens, but in the bad stuff that happens, I want them to see strength and courage. I want them to see a spirit of faith that didn't back down and give up. I want to see, come on, we're going to part the Jordan. Come on, we're going to put our foot on the necks of these enemies and it's time to raise up a new generation of people who put their foot on the necks of the enemy. I put my foot on so many enemies. I put my foot on stammering. I put my foot on all sorts of stuff. I put my, my foot on all the mindsets that haunted me after I first got saved because of the drug abuse and whatever else. I put my foot on the neck of so many enemies and it troubles me that today we hear people saying the only way to deal with mental health problems is to, I don't know, go and take a tablet. Come on, it's time to put your foot on the neck of the enemy. Let's raise up a generation that isn't got its faith in the world, but has got its faith in the written Word of Almighty God that says this, because I didn't finish it, that says, come and put your foot on their necks. And Joshua said, don't be afraid, don't be discouraged, but be strong and be courageous because this is what the Lord will do to all the enemies that you are going to fight. That you are going to fight. As we raise up our kids, we're not telling them that it's going to be easy. We're not telling them that there's not going to be any battles. But we are telling them this. You will win every one of them if you can put your foot on the neck and draw your strength and your courage from Almighty God. Can I hear an amen this morning? We can do it. The Bible says trample on serpents and scorpions. Nothing shall by any means harm you. Let's all stand to our feet here today. See, we can do it. There's something on the inside of me today that wants to say, devils, back off. Strength and courage. The Bible says that we are as bold as a lion. The enemy flees when no one's even chasing him. Joy of the Lord is our strength. It was the oil of joy which raised Jesus from the dead. Come on, let's lift our hands to God here today, shall we? Strength and courage by His Spirit. By His Spirit. By His Spirit. There are people here today and you know, I know, that we need strength and courage. And it's going to be by the person of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we thank You for Your wonderful presence here today. 
We honour you. We bless you. We thank you. We love you. It's no coincidence, Lord, that you said nine times to Joshua, be strong and courageous because he had so much to do. We're here today because of Joshua. So Holy Spirit, right now, by your wonderful presence, your incredible anointing, and by the power of the Word of God, we declare strength and courage in this place, in our lives, in Jesus' name. Why don't we all say, just, just start talking to God, say, Father, I receive courageous strength now. I receive strength and courage supernaturally by your Spirit. By your Spirit, Lord, I receive strength. I refuse to be intimidated. I refuse to stand still. I receive incredible courage for obedience, for faith, for joy, for the hope that is set before me. I receive courage today and strength. In Jesus' name. Now what is really, really important is the next thing that comes out of your mouth. Yeah? The next thing. You can all say things in church here, but what are you going to say tomorrow morning? What are you going to say on Wednesday when all hell breaks loose? Tries to steal the word out of your heart. It's the next thing that you say that's important. Father, we thank you today for your wonderful, life-giving word in this place. And we receive it and we thank you, God, for the grace to live it and the faith to live it. And be doers of that which we've heard in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Come on, if you're grateful, let's give God some praise in this place. And just just now with every eye closed and every head bowed. I'm going to ask you a question as we do every week. Have you ever received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour? You can tell you're in a place where we love God. We love Jesus. We believe in Him. Absolutely. But where's your relationship with God? Do you know Him personally? Have you ever received Him as your Lord and Saviour? Very clear. Somebody said, how do I go to heaven? He said, you've got to be born again. Jesus said, you've got to be born again. And what does that mean? It's, say, Jesus, come into my life and make me a new person. I repent of my sin. I, mean, I, I changed my life. I changed. I turn around. Even that change can only be done by the work of the Holy Spirit. It's not trying to be a better person. It's receiving Jesus Christ as Lord. So if you're here today and you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Saviour, perhaps you want to return to Him. You know, you say you're a Christian, you've not really lived like it. Come on, if that's you here today, I'm going to ask you to do one thing really simply, really quickly with every eye closed, every head bowed. This is between you and God and we're going to pray with you. We're all going to pray together. But if you want to say, yep, this is my day. I want to move on from here in a relationship with God. All I'm going to do is ask you to lift your hand in this place really quickly right now, please. Wonderful. Thank you, Lord. Come on, if you're here today and you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior or return to Him. Last time as I look across, 
Thank you, Jesus. Come on, we're all going to pray this prayer here today as we do every week. Let's say, Heavenly Father, thank you that you love me. You've demonstrated your love by sending your son Jesus to die on the cross to give me life. Thank you, Jesus. I receive you today as my Lord, my Saviour and my friend. I turn away from the way I've lived apart from you. And by the help of your grace and your power, I will never be the same again. I receive eternal life in Jesus' Name. Amen. Come on, one last time. Let's give Him some praise in this place. Thank you, Lord.